of the, the of this tale of three plaques and then getting much more strange uh who wants to remember what the first plaque said i for one do said you need to go to the dentist you get it i'm breaking out all the shittest jokes here so just milk anyone, cake do, red cherries does yeah. anyone else want to be the new main host of real politics <laughs> Jack, Jack's, Jack's about to do his third strike. <laughs> Erected by the citizens of Bristol as a memorial to one of the most virtuous and wise sons of their city. What do we think of this plaque, everybody? Correct. Then, subsequently, um, a different and some would argue more uh, real version of the plaque was put up. As a high official of the Royal African Company, not mentioned in the previous plaque, uh, from 1680 to 1692. doing normal things with the Royal African Company. <laughs> with a name like that, you're sure it's good. Edward Colston played an active role in the enslavement of over 84,000 Africans, including 12,000 children, of whom over 19,000 died en route to the Caribbean in America. Colston also invested in the Spanish slave trade and enslaved-produced sugar as Tory MP for Bristol for three years. Note the party. Correct. <laughs> he defended the city's right to trade in enslaved Africans. Bristolians who did not subscribe to his religious and political beliefs were not permitted to benefit from his charities. What do we think of that plaque? Correct. <laughs> However, this segment really isn't about Colston, who sucked, and we all know he sucked. This is about the people who love him. <laughs> That's right, everybody. This is slave traders and the guys who are still in love with them after all these centuries. Hey, you know what? Sometimes you have to ride or die, okay? It's just a, it's just a way to go about things. There, there, are some pe- there are some people who will stand a slave trade king, right? <laughs> are, we, are we really going to indulge in, ca- in cancel cult- culture tonight? <clears throat> that's, really, that's really what I'm concerned with. I've, I've read enough Quillette articles to know that this dark place that we're heading down, there's no coming back. Steven Pinker has told me this. If you don't build a gigantic statue to everyone who's ever existed in your city, that's a 1984. <laughs> well, no, I feel like the real galaxy brain take would be like, well, if you start with one person who profited massively from the slave trade, does that mean you have to cancel all of them? And it's like, yeah, that's kind of the fucking point. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe yes. What, what, are, what are you going to replace? What are you going to replace like the statues Because with? no one ever did anything else besides slave trading. Of No, yeah. you know, nobody had any other business. Nobody did anything. Seriously, these were the only people of note in all of history. So you know what? You cancel them. You just it's pull pot. It's back to year zero. <laughs> yeah, it's a Stalinism. And actually, like critiquing a slave trader makes you the real slave trader. <laughs> You're a slave of the mind. <laughs> Look, that's the thing. If you question Colston's legacy, then aren't you enslaving his memory? <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck it up. <laughs> What you're doing, no, you're taking away his freedom to be loved centuries after his death. The best freedom of all. Kato emphasizes her oh, We like, just got a text from Jeffrey Epstein. Actually, there are other freedoms that you should make note of. So, okay. Here is the first of, of Colston's fanboys who I'm, I'm re- just fascinated by. Um, and again, show of acclaim in the room. Who is aware of Tory councillor Richard Eddy? I'm so glad I get to introduce him to you. Uh, when the second plaque was proposed, the good, the good plaque, the plaque that we liked, um, 
Richard Eddy, Tory counselor, and who looks like a teddy bear made of ham, said, I have never been a believer in taking the law into one's own hands. Presumably because the law is already made for him, but never mind. However, if this partisan, so anti-slavery, so partisan, and nauseous... there that Tories love slavery then, and they just want it back. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> If the, I mean, look, I mean, that's just for everyone here. The podcasters don't get the gesture. <laughs> he was doing a whole slapstick routine there. You guys are really It was a really out. evocative act of mime. We're really impressed. We're moved to tears. Resistance through mime. Slipped on a banana peel and a keystone cops turned up. That was the sirens you were hearing. However... If this partisan and nauseous plaque is approved, I cannot find it in my heart to condemn anyone who damages or removes it. That's right. If anyone's going to tell the truth about a slave trader, what you should do is blow it up. <laughs> Never let anyone know the truth. His memory is too important. He's Batman. He's history Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, Councillor Eddie sparked controversy in 2001 for adopting a gollywog as a mascot. <laughs> Something was saw him forced to resign as the Tories' deputy, deputy councillor, which to me raises two questions. Number one, it's 2001. You've, I mean, even back then, you should have figured out that a gollywog is not a good mascot for a local councillor. Number two, what's a local councillor doing with a mascot? <laughs> What I'm also wondering is how many days it took the Tories to let him back into the party. He had to endure a full lunch in the wilderness. <laughs> he had to go sit by himself. Only the independent group MPs would go sit down with him. Which well, is Ian Austin, isn't it? Because he hasn't even joined the independent group. Because he's so got no mates. He's the most independent of the independent group. <laughs> yeah, he's an iconoclast, a maverick. It means everyone hates him. Cool jumper, though. Nice lilac. That's for people on Twitter who follow Ian Austin and like to troll him. <laughs> anyway, so that's the this is the first big um, Colston stan um, is, is is Richard Eddy, someone who um, who uh, again had a blackface mascot when it's not even normal for councillors to have mascots. <laughs> he was like, no, I have to incorporate blackface into my being a councillor somehow. Being a Tory isn't good enough for them to know that I'm racist. I have to go the extra mile. That's why they're going to elect me. So, this is the first reaction to the good plaque. It is not, however, the best reaction to the good plaque. The best reaction to the good plaque was when art historian Francis Greenacre suggested a third version of the plaque that would please everybody. So again... This is proper evidence-based centrism. If there's one plaque that says the slaver was great and another plaque that says the slaver was a slaver, <laughs> you got to hit the mill. <laughs> on one hand, he, committed, he profited off slavery. On the other, he introduced a lot of people to sugar for the first time, so it's impossible to know if it's bad or not. <laughs> <laughs> so, Francis Greenacre, uh, art historian and merchant venturer, <laughs> That's right, everybody. We the Conspiracy Theory Show now. Was that him whooping just there? He's, he's in this room right now. If, look, everybody here has to tell me if like um, a red laser pointer goes on my head. 
<laughs> they haven't gotten to me yet, but I think they may get to my family. <laughs> this weird local Illuminati. <laughs> Here's the third plaque. Edward Colston was a Bristol-born merchant and the city's greatest benefactor. He supported and endowed schools, almshouses, hospitals, and churches in Bristol, London, and elsewhere. Many of his charitable foundations survive. Congratulations. This statue was erected in 1895 to commemorate his philanthropy. Some of his wealth came from investments in slave trading. That's like um, in that episode of The Sopranos where, where, where Tony is trying to explain to his daughter, Meadow, what, what his job is. And he's, he's kind of beating around the bush a bit. And he's like, oh, well, you know, some of my money comes from illegal gambling and stuff like that. Yeah, but this, but, you know, different and worse. <laughs> yeah, I think this this is important because okay, part of his money comes from slave trading. Okay, yeah, yeah. A bit controversial. I mean, here's the thing: ninety nine percent is also a version of some. I mean, you know, you know, the one percent is important. The one percent that he's making off crypto is also really, really vital. 